Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Come on in. Come in with an afternoon word on behalf of Push Ministries, on behalf of New Visions of Faith Ministries. Come on in, come on in, come on in. I am Reverend T.P. Lane, and I bring you greetings this afternoon. Come on in, come on in. Yes, God. Amen, amen, amen. I just wanted to hop on here for a few minutes this afternoon to encourage someone and to let them know that there will be glory after this, that there will be a victory after this. Um, so if you just, if you have your Bibles, if you know your scriptures, I'm going to be coming from 2 Samuel um, chapter 8, verse 1, and it reads, the Bible says that David smote the Philistines and subdued them, and David took Nathagamah out of the hands of the Philistines and subdued them. So this afternoon, I just want to come on and encourage somebody that there's going to be an after this. Even though we're going through circumstances and situations and, and we're facing this pandemic, there will be an after this. So if you just hang on with me for a little while this afternoon as I, as I delved into this message, I just want to encourage you that there will be an after this. I'm coming this afternoon to tell you to, to hold on, to don't lose hope, don't throw in the towel, don't give up, don't turn the switch off on your faith. Hang on in there because there will be an after this. Amen. This is just a temporary situation. This is a temporary inconvenience for us. This is just a moment in time. This is going to pass. And so I can guarantee you that there will be an after this. Amen. There will be an after this. This is just a place that we're in right now. This is just something that we have to go through in order to get to after this. Come on now. You got to get with me this afternoon. You're going to get to your after this. Amen. If, if anybody has done any kind of traveling at any given time, if you're going to the mountains, you know that typically there is a valley in between mountains. Amen. So even when you're going through the valley, you have to go through the valley in order to get to the mountaintop. Amen. So I'm coming to encourage you this afternoon that there will be an after this. There will be an after this. But sometimes, sometimes, sometimes while we're going through it, it's called in the meanwhile. And as I read in our scriptures in, in um, 2 Samuel chapter 8, verse 1, it said, in the meanwhile. So what does meanwhile mean? Meanwhile means that while you're in it, it means it may be hard. It may be painful, may be trying, and it may be dark. It's even uncertain. Amen. But it's something you got to go through. It's something that you have to deal with. Amen. Remember, after Elijah called down fire from heaven, and after his servants saw the little cloud, the Bible says, and it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds, and wind was, was there, and there was a great rain. What are you saying, Lane? What am I saying? I'm saying that the great rain came after the meanwhile. So right now, we're, what we're going through is in, we're in our meanwhile time. Amen. 
we're in a situation, in a circumstance. It's just in the meanwhile that we're going through. The great blessing came after the meanwhile. I'm coming this afternoon to encourage somebody, to, to strengthen somebody, to let you know that it's coming after your meanwhile. Amen. Can I get a witness? It's coming after your meanwhile. For So for somebody today, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Amen. You know exactly what I mean because you're right there right now. See, I don't know about your circumstance and all I can do is speak about where I am right now. I'm in my meanwhile right now. I got some things going on in my household that I didn't think I was going to have to deal with. Amen. We're dealing with this pandemic all around and unfortunately it has hit my house. Thank God it has not affected me, but it has affected one of my loved ones in my home. So usually I'm at work right now and Right now, I'm taking a, 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 as I say, a lunch break from my work duties. But I just came on to encourage somebody this afternoon because sometimes, as the old songwriter wrote, sometimes you have to encourage yourself. So even if I can't encourage anybody else on this afternoon, I can show enough encourage myself that even though while I'm in the meanwhile, amen, there's going to be an after this. So I have to give God praise. I have to tell him thank you. I have to say hallelujah. Why? Because after this. Glory is going to come. Glory is going to come. Stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. Glory is going to come. You see, the harsh winds of adversity are blowing right now in our lives. And, and the dark clouds right now are, are, are blocking out our, our sunlight. But I want you to know that there is an after this. Amen. See, right now we are, we are all in our meanwhile situation. We are all in a place where we are being tested. We're all in a place where we are waiting. We are all in a place where we are uncertain of what tomorrow may bring. Amen. We are right now all in a valley and we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. But what I can tell you for sure is that today is the day that the Lord has made. And while I still have breath in my body, I'm going to give God praise. I'm going to tell him thank you. I'm going to say hallelujah. Amen. Because he deserves all that and more. Amen. He deserves all that and more. So it doesn't matter that, that the hard winds are blowing in our face right now. I came by to encourage somebody that there will be an after this. Amen. I, I, I've been hearing that in my spirit for all morning and all, all, all last night. There will be an after this. After this, after this, after this, after this pandemic, after this situation, after this circumstance, there will be glory. Hallelujah. After this, hang on in there. Don't let go of God's unchanging hand. He has the power. Good God Almighty. He has power to stop what's taking place. But even if he doesn't stop it, it's not because he can't. Amen. It's not because he can't. God has all power. So I want you to know that there will be, and after this, after this, after this, the Bible says that after this, David smote the Philistines and subdued them. Amen. Let me give you a little, little definition of what smoke means. Smoke means to attack, to smite, to hit, to conquer, to punish and destroy. And then the Bible says he then subdued them. Amen. The word subdued means to bring low, to bring into subjection, to humiliate. See, God never told us that serving him was going to be easy. He never said that 
the Christian life was going to be a, a cakewalk. He, he never said that we were just going to have a bed of roses. He never said that. But what he did promise us, everybody, what he did promise us in his word is that he would never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. He said that he would be right there with us through it all. So, I, I, and if you don't want to take my word, let me give you some scriptures. Amen. That can guarantee you over in Psalms 34, 19, it says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Amen. But the Lord delivered him out of them all. Come on now, somebody. And another important scripture is Isaiah 43 and 2. It says, when thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thee walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burnt. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Come on, somebody. That makes my spirit jump. That lets me know that no matter what I'm going through, no matter if I'm going through the rivers, no matter if I'm walking through the fire, good God Almighty, God is still there. Yes, he is. He's still there. No matter what we're facing. So in this pandemic, God is still right there. He has not left our side. He has not turned his back on us. He has not walked away. He is still right here. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? That's what the Lord is wanting us to know. He is still right here with us. Just don't give up. Don't give up on God because God has not given up on you. Mm. Amen. God has not given up on you. We have to thank him for that. We have to praise him for that. He still has us in the palm of our hand. About a week ago, everybody was doing the, the challenge about he's got the whole world in his hand. Where is the challenge now? God has not changed, amen? He still has us all in the palm of his hand. He still has all power. Don't let it be a fad just because everybody on Facebook is talking about how God has the whole world in his hand. Let it be a hard thing, amen? Let it be a spirit thing. Get that down on the inside of you. God has you in the palm of his hand. Amen, amen, amen. So it does not matter if you're walking through the fire. God is still there. Does not matter if it's late in the midnight hour. Hallelujah, God is still there. It does not matter what you're facing. God is still there. So I come to encourage you this, this afternoon that no matter what there is going to be and after this. See, I don't know what Joe this is in the after this, but I know it's going to be something. Amen. Because God has his hands all over it. Amen. So you may be facing a bad doctor's report. You may have been dealing with a long sickness, a, a, a season of sickness or something. Amen. Many of us are, as I said before, dealing with this pandemic. We're all dealing with it on different levels. Some of us are stuck in our houses. Some of us can't go to work. Amen. Some of us have even been struck with the, with the virus. But still, after this, God will get the glory. Amen. God will get the glory. You may have lost a loved one dealing with divorce, but no matter what you're dealing with, no matter God will get the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank him for my after this. Because after this, I got to praise now. Hallelujah. I can thank him now. But I can guarantee you after this, after what I've gone through, after what I've been through, hallelujah, my praise. Hallelujah. Ha we'll be different. My hallelujah 
will be different. Amen. The way I talk about God is going to be different. Why? Because I'm experiencing him different. Amen. See, I know what the Bible says about God. Yeah. See, I know what God has done in my life as well. But this time he's doing something different. He's keeping me. Hallelujah. He's keeping my family. Amen. So I have to give him praise and I thank him for it. Hallelujah. Things could be so much worse than what they are. Yes, but God, but God, but God, but God. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. He's the one thing that is never changing. He's the one consistent thing that's taking place in this day and time. Amen. Turn on the news. It's always something different. Go to the store. It's always something different. Wear a mask. Wear gloves. Do this. Do that. It's always something different. Amen. But God is the same thing. He's never changing. He's always done what he's doing right now. That's keeping us. That's protecting us. That's providing for us. That's supplying for us. That's restoring us. That's refreshing us. That's renewing us. Come on, somebody. Can't nobody do that but God. Can't nobody do that but God. You're not running out of food. Your pantry is stocked. That ain't nobody but God. Amen. Walmart running out of this, running out of that. Food lion telling you, you can't buy but two of this and two of that. But I can guarantee you, if you're on this live, if you go to your kitchen, open up your cabinets, open up your refrigerator, hallelujah, I can guarantee you, you have more, good God Almighty, more than enough. Why? Because God is more than the whole world against you. Amen. And his word says that he shall supply all of your needs. Not some, not a few, not a little bit, but all. Come on, somebody. All, all. He shall supply all of your needs. All of your needs, all of your needs, all of your needs. Amen. In our scriptures, we see that David fought with the Philistines. Yeah, the, the Philistines caused him a little bit of grief. Yeah, they, they, they won some rounds. David took some hits. David felt some pains. Amen. That, that's, like, that's like us now. We're taking some hits. Amen. We feel some pains because things are not the same. We, we had to make some changes. We had to make some adjustments in our daily lives. Amen. And right now the enemy thinks he's winning, but I know a God. Hallelujah. I serve a God. Good God Almighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I can't just stand by and, and, and watch my friends and my, my family to, to get all out of out discombobulated, as they say. Get all worked up. Not when I know somebody by the, by the name of a man, by the name of Jesus. I'm not the only one that knows him. Hallelujah. I'm not the only one that serves him. I'm not the only one that worships him either. But because we have a relationship with the almighty one, amen. He takes time out of his day to take care of us. And for that, we have to tell him thank you. For that, we have to give him praise. For that, we have to say hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. See, the Bible doesn't say that as Christians, we're going to have a trouble-free life. 
It never said that we were, were going to have it all easy. But I'm reminded of the scripture over in Psalms 23, 23 where it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Hallelujah. I will fear no evil. Come on, somebody. See, God did not give us the spirit of fear. We have to stand on our faith. Hallelujah. We have to stand on his word because his word is never changing. His word is the one thing that, that will last. The one thing that's going to stand the test of time is the word of God. Amen. 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 We have to stand on God's word. So this is not the time to tell God that you can't do it. This is not the time to tell God you tired. This is not the time to tell God you want to take a break. This is the time for you to get on your post. This is the time to, to declare victory in the name of Jesus. We know we've already won the battle. Now it's time for us to start declaring the victory. Amen. We don't have to wave no, no white flag saying that we surrender. Hallelujah. We can wave the, 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 the blood-stained banner. Hallelujah. Claiming victory in the name of Jesus. Amen. We have the victory. So, so what happened after David subdued the Philistines? And as I told you, subdued means to bring down, to beat down, to bring under subjection. But the favorite part of my thing that what it says is that it means to humiliate. My God. See, the Philistines thought they had David. <laughs> thought they had it all in control. Just like the world or the pandemic or the enemy thinks he has it all in control. But when you're on God's side, come on somebody. When you're on the side of God, he will fight your battles for you. That's why I know that the victory is already won. The world is praying. Amen. People are turning to God who said there wasn't a God. Come on. People who said that they don't believe in God are now calling on the name of Jesus. You turn on Facebook and everybody's praying. Amen. From the White House to your house to my house. Everybody is praying. Everybody's seeking God. Everybody needs God to stop by their house and see about them. Amen. It's no longer just a Christian thing. It's no longer just a disciples thing. Amen. It's a world thing. And one thing that I know is that prayer changes things. I know for a fact that prayer changes things. I'm not talking about something that I read in my Bible, although it tells me in my word that prayer changes things. If you don't believe me, look over at Paul and Silas, amen, when they were locked up, bound up, hallelujah, in jail. What happened at midnight? They began to pray and sing psalms unto the Almighty. And what happened, amen, the chains were broken. Captives were set free. So that lets me know that prayer changes things. Amen. If you never prayed before, now is the time. Now is the time to start praying. This is a praying time. Amen. This is a praying time. This is a praying time. I believe it. We are about to humiliate the enemy. Hallelujah. Yeah, God. See, he thought he had us. But as the song said, we got away. Why? Because we're continuing to lift God up. We're continuing to give God praise in spite of our circumstances, in spite of our situations, 
in spite of the things that we are facing, we are still going to give God praise. I'm not the only one that can tell God, thank you. Amen. I'm not the only one that can give God a hallelujah. Why? Because God is so good. God has been too good to me, to you. Amen. Not to tell him thank you. Not to tell him thank you. So every time the enemy comes your way and he, he begins to attack you and, and tries to knock you off your feet, amen, tell him not so, not today. Not today. God has given me an assignment. I'm going to fulfill the very purpose he has destined me to do. See, we got to get bold when it comes to the enemy because he's bold when he comes to us. Amen. It ain't no shame in his game when it comes to him attacking us. Amen. So why is it that we as Christians, as children of God, would turn tail and run? Why is it that we will give the devil all credit? Amen. Why do we allow him to wreak havoc in our lives? Why do we allow him to do what he does? Why? When God says that we have the power that he has. Amen. We have the same power. Hallelujah. That that Jesus had when he raised Lazarus from the dead. We have the same power. The problem is we don't know how to use our power. We're waiting for our pastor and our preacher, the preacher and, and the minister and everybody else to, to tell us that we can use what God has already said that we have. Amen. I, I, I like the, the comment I saw on Facebook a while back where, where it said, we have been uh, disconnected from the ventilator of our pastors. Because we have allowed them or needed them to give us our oxygen. We have needed them to give us the word. We have needed somebody coming across the pulpit, amen, to tell us that we have the, we have the ability, that, that we have the opportunity to give God praise. No! If you're still breathing on today, come on, somebody. If you have breath in your lungs, come on, somebody. If you have activities of your limbs, you still can give God praise. You don't need your pastor's permission to tell God thank you. Come on, somebody. You don't need your overseer's permission to tell you you can lift your hands. You don't need somebody's permission to say that you can tell God, God, I appreciate what you've done for me. God, I thank you for how you brought me out. God, I thank you for keeping my family. You don't need somebody's permission. God has given you all the permission you need. Good God Almighty. God has given you all the permission you need. It's in his word. If you don't believe me, read it for yourself. You have time now. You have time to find out what God needs you to do. Amen. We all have purpose. We all have a plan that God has called us to do. But we've been so busy doing other things. But now God has stilled our spirit. He has called us to, to be, as they say, quarantined to our homes. So now you have time to seek God for yourself. Amen. Seek God for yourself. So now I told you there will be, and after this, after this pandemic, when the tables are turned, amen. What are you going to do? Are you still going to sit on your stool or do nothing and, and, and not give God the praise that's due him? Come on, somebody. 
Are you not going to tell God how much you appreciate him after he brings you out of this? Yeah. There's so many people that didn't make it out of this. So many people lost a loved one during this time. So many people are going to lose a loved one during this time. But if God spares your life, hallelujah, spares my life, spares my family's life, what are we going to do after this? Ask yourself, what are you going to do after this? See, things can't go back to the way they was. Not after this. Come on, come on. Things can't be just ordinary or hunky-dory, as they say. Not after this. Why? Because God is going to show himself great. God is showing himself great. Amen. That's going to be an after this. And just like David, we got to get busy. We got to come out swinging. We got to get on the offense. Amen. We can't keep waiting for the enemy to attack us. We got to be the aggressive and the aggressive one in this. Amen. How do you be aggressive? Well, I'm glad you asked. You got to pray more. You got to study more. You got to read your word more. You got to know God for yourself. So when the enemy does come and know that he's coming because the Bible says he's roaming the earth seeking whom he may devour. Don't let it be you. It goes on to say that he's seeking, trying to steal, kill, and destroy. Amen. Don't let it be you. Get rooted in the word. Grounded in the word. Amen. You have to keep your hand in God's hand. Hallelujah. Hey, amen. Everything that I've done, that we've done, has not always been right. But because we're still here, we have the opportunity, hallelujah, to get it right. We have the opportunity to ask God, God, what is it in my life that's keeping me from you? God, what is it in my life, God, that's not, that's not lining up with your word? What is it, God, in my life? Come on, somebody. That's separating me from you, God. And see, when God shows you you, See, you ain't got to run out and tell nobody. <laughs> you ain't got to call your pastor. You ain't got to do none of that. Because God is going to show you who you really are. Amen. So you can't turn a blind eye because I, I know how it is when somebody begins to speak into your life and they're telling you who God says you are, but you don't see it. But when God begins to remove the scales from your very eyes to show you your heart, Good God Almighty. Some of us are going to cry. Some of us are going to cry out to God. God, what must I do to be saved? God, I repent right now in the name of Jesus. Because just because we're ministers and, and pastors and preachers does not mean that we have everything right. We mess up on a daily just like everybody else. But just like everybody else, we got to go to God for ourselves. We've got to ask him for forgiveness. We've got to tell him how sorry we are. And then once we apologize and once we repent, we have to turn, hallelujah, not go back the same way. One thing that I've learned in this Christian walk, hallelujah, is that my past 
It's my past. There's nothing nobody can do about my past. I can't go back and change it. I can't go back and correct it. I can't go back and make it better. And neither can you. So stop letting your past hold you bound. Come on, somebody. Stop letting people bring up your past and keep you bound. If, if they want to stay in the past, leave them back there. God has a work for you to do. And your past can't go with you. Hallelujah. Leave it back there. This pandemic is going to be a thing of our past. Amen. So when the doors of the church well going to open back up, I pray that every pastor, when they get back in the pulpit, is not preaching pandemic messages. Come on, somebody. Because that's going to be a thing of our past. I pray that they don't get in the pulpit and, and talk about how the pandemic did this and how the pandemic wiped out this and how the pandemic said I don't want to hear that. Come on. We all are experiencing the pandemic right now. We know what it's doing. We know the changes that is taking place in our lives, in our, in our cities, in our homes, in the nation. We know we watching just like our pastors are. So when we get in our churches again, in the, in the, in the building, because we are the church. But when we get back to the building that the world calls the church, I pray that our pastors, that our, that our leaders, amen, have a word from God. Amen. A word from God. Not a word about the pandemic. I need a word from God that's going to help shift me to where God is trying to take me to. Come on, somebody. We need words that are going to encourage us even the more after this. We need the glory to fall. Hallelujah. In the building. Come on. We can't just keep going in and, and allowing our leaders to give us dead messages. Come on, somebody. And I apologize now if I'm stepping on anybody's toes. But we need an on-time word. We need life-changing words. Hallelujah. We need words that we can take from Sunday to Sunday. Amen. Come on. We need a God word, not a man word. We need God's revelation, not man's revelation. Come on, somebody. We need God. So I'm thankful that God has given us this opportunity to to get to know him better. To get to know who he is in our lives. Because we had depended so much on man telling us who we are. Yes. We have depended on somebody in a black robe. With a cross around their neck. Come on somebody. To tell us you can sing on the choir. You can be on the usher board. Come on. You can be a trustee. You can be a deacon. Oftentimes, their lives don't even line up. Good God Almighty. With what God has called us to do. Y'all, we got to stop playing. God has given us this time to get it right. 
I don't know who I'm talking to, who this is for, but you've got to get it right. Maybe this is just for me because there's areas in my life that don't always line up with the word. So Lane's got to get it right. Hallelujah. This message hits my door before it hits yours. We've got to get it right. So when the building does open, mm, we will be glory carriers. Hallelujah. So as scripture says, we enter into his courts with praise and thanksgiving. We'll know what that really is. Because we'll have a praise on the inside of us. We'll come in with hands lifted up, telling God, thank you. Telling somebody I made it through because it was the grace of God that kept me. Not because my pastor called me every day. Not because we had online fellowship. Amen. But because of God. Because of God. Oh God, oh God. We have to get it right. We have to get it right, everybody. Because there will be an after this. It's coming. I don't know when it's coming. Could be tomorrow. Could be this afternoon. Could be next week, next month. I don't know. Because our timing is not God's timing. Know that God has us going through this for a reason. So that he can get the glory after this. So what are you going to do? Everybody that's watching. Everybody that's going to catch this replay. What are you going to do after this? Will your praise be different? Will you have true worship? Or are you just going to go back to the same old, same old mundane order of service? What are you going to do after this? Amen. We all have the same order of service. Praise and worship. Scripture. Amen. Announcements. A word. Songs. Offering. Benediction. We all have the same order of service in some kind of form or fashion. But what's going to be different after this? There shouldn't be an order of service. It should just be an order ordained by God that he can just move, that he can just bless us. His anointing should, should saturate the sanctuary when we go back in. Come on, somebody. You have time to get to know who God is. There's no excuses. There's no excuses. You can't get to heaven on, on your grandma's uh, skirt tail. When judgment day comes, God is going to ask you. <laughs> He's going to ask me, what do we do with the time that he has given us? Come on, somebody. There's going to be a many that say, God, I preached in your name. God, I taught in your name, God, I cast out demons in your name. God, I did this. I did this. I did that in your name. And he's going to say, depart from me. I know you're not. Don't let what you're doing for God just be a form 
of godliness. Let it be the real deal. Let it be the real deal. Check your heart on today. Amen. As I said before, this message is not just for everybody watching and going to catch the replay. It's for me too. Lane's got to check a heart on today. I got to ask God to examine me. Show me things in my life that are that is not pleasing in his sight. Amen. I don't want to miss the mark. I don't want to be down here preaching, teaching, encouraging, doing all of this and get there. And God tells me, depart from me. I know you're not. So not only do I got to get things right, so do you. Hmm. See, many ministers and, and preachers and pastors and, and apostles and, and bishops and evangelists and everybody who has a title in the kingdom, they will not admit that they have faults. They want everybody to think that they have it all together. Not me. What you see is what you get. I keep it real because I know somebody's watching me. And I know if they see God bring me out of a situation, they know that God can bring them out of the same situation or whatever they're dealing with. See, it's time for the mask to come off. Hallelujah. It's time for us to be able to tell people who we really are and not be ashamed because it's our testimonies that's going to help somebody get to the next level. It's our testimonies that's going to help somebody come out of whatever they're dealing with. But oftentimes we're so stuck on stupid ourselves that we want to be the holy and dignified saints of God. Come on somebody. That we will allow our brother and our sister to stay in their mess because we don't want them to know that we have mess of our own. Come on somebody. The only perfect one I know is, is God. Amen. So that means that each and every one of us have something, something that we're dealing with. And only God can deliver us from it. Amen. So on today, I encourage you to just take a look at you. Go to your bathroom mirror, pull out your phone and flip the camera around like you're going to take a selfie. Look into your own eyes. What do you see there? Do you see God? Do you see all the mistakes that you may have made? See, the good thing about God is God doesn't see us for who we think we are. He doesn't see our, 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 our faults. He doesn't see our mistakes. He sees our hearts. So I encourage you, let God show you your heart. Amen. Let God show you who you are in him. Mm -hmm. When God begins to reveal to you who you really are, it's going to shock you. You're probably going to say, oh, God, not me. God, I can't do that. God, oh, God, oh, huh, I'm coming to tell you. If God, read your word, if God can use a murderer, Moses, come on now. If he can use a liar, a cheater, come on now. Somebody that gets drunk. It's in the word. If God can use them, he can use you too. 
There was a time when I thought I wasn't good enough to be used by God. Hallelujah, Jesus. But I thank God that he showed me me. And every day he continues to show me more of who I am in him. And I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. And I'm so appreciative that he chose me. <laughs> man didn't choose me. See, if I was counting on man to choose me, come on somebody. I've been left behind. Because man thinks that women can't do a whole lot that women do. Check your word. Check your word. We all have purpose. Amen. God has a plan for each and every one of us. And only he can show you what that plan is. So again, I, I admonish you on this afternoon. Check your heart. Because after this is coming, after this is coming, but what are you going to do after this? Amen. I pray that something I've said on this afternoon touched your heart, poured at your heartstrings to want to know who God is, to want to know about the man by the name of Jesus. Amen. He's still the same. He sits high and he looks low. He still reigns. He's still on the throne. Amen. And he's concerned about you. All you have to do is give him your heart. Give him your heart. I guarantee you, your after this will be better. <laughs> Unimaginable. Because God has a plan for you. Amen. 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 Thank you, everyone who has joined this live. Thank you for everyone who's going to catch this replay. Amen. There is something coming after this. God bless you and have a favor-filled day.